0: Thank you.
1: Going on, you guys. Welcome back to Not So Pro Football Talk. It's time to get serious. It's crunch time. We're in the back half of fantasy football. And for those y'all who are here and who are listening, it's because you need to capitalize here. It's either you need to win now, you need to win out, or you need to maintain your first spot position so you get the best opportunity when it comes to playoffs. Trade deadlines coming up. We got a couple of days left.
0: Two or three, three days for most of yeah.
1: Three days for most of y'all. Trade deadline's coming up. It's time to make some moves. It's been time to make moves since last week, you guys. Ooh, okay, okay. I'm getting nervous because I'm getting pumped up. I need to win out one of my leagues. Another league, I just need to to ride the coaster. And another league, I just got to, you know, be myself. But, you know, very, very unpredictable games, unpredictable players. But let's narrow it down. Let's get right down to it. Let's get to the needy greedy you guys it's all about matchups now now you're coming to the back half of the season where you're not just looking at the players themselves you're looking at who they're going up against what type of defense they are going up against what offense these defenses are going up against it is you got to get detailed with it It, it's it's now or never you got to get into it (laughs) what do you think Vince
0: yeah man I've already tried to trade for some people based on matchups for the last Uh, two, three weeks of the season, whatever um, you guys have laid down for your playoff brackets, whether you have a six-team playoff, uh, an eight-team playoff, or a four-team playoff, just determines on how many more weeks you have in the regular season. I know me and AJ, most of ours are 10-man leagues with six-team playoffs, so ours ends week 14. Uh, But if you have a four-man playoff, it's going to be week 15, And if you have an eight-man playoff, then it's going to be week 13, so on and so on. So right now is the time. uh, It's the last week, of course, for most of y'all to get that last trade in. Uh, I've got a couple guys that I've been trying to trade for lately. One of them is Antonio Gibson. He goes against my Seahawks next week, and he's looking healthier and healthier. Uh, But I think him and McKissick are going to be the studs, uh, along with McLaurin. Uh, they're going to be the studs that game and they're going to score a lot of points. So if you have them on your team, I would start them. Uh, if you want to trade for a good running back or, or yeah, just running backs. Cause they're both running backs. Uh, those are the two guys to trade for, especially for
1: week 12. Yeah. Running back is going to be the hardest position to fill out now uh, just because most of the running backs are either taken or they're being cuffed. Uh, what I mean by cuffed is mean people are holding on to them for this very moment. So it's kind of, almost impossible for you to be able to buy low on these certain players because people have been holding on to these players for so long now there is another version of cuffing players and this is the after the trade deadline you gotta some people don't do i don't like to do this okay it, it just takes up bench space for me but a lot of people are picking up hubbard they're picking up uh booker they're picking up madison these big uh, run teams backups. So just in case uh, a cook goes out, you got Madison in there. He did we- very well when cook went out in the regular season and uh, he could do well for you again, whenever, or if someone gets hurt, if you're that type of person, go do it now. If not, then get someone who's actually going to help you out, who actually can be available. And one person is something that Vince has been talking about for the past three weeks now. And his name is Devonte Freeman. Okay, he's with the Baltimore Ravens. Yes. uh, uh What was his name? I, it just blanked out. He saw so, uh, their starting running backs coming back. Latavius Murray, you know, uh, yeah, uh, Murray. 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 he's coming back. Uh, he's going to take all the snaps, this, this, and that. No, Devontae Freeman is that guy. He's going to be taking the majority of the reps, which he has been, and he's just going to be tearing up the field all season long, especially if, if something happens with Lamar where his sickness continues he, They're going to rely on the running game. He's only owning 36% of leagues in the NFL fantasy football app, guys. 36, go out there, pick him up. It's your last chance because I guarantee you after this week, that's it. It's game over. He's not going to be available. He is the best option for you guys on the waiver wire that is not owned by a majority of, of rosters. You got to go out there. You got to get them.
0: Yeah, man, I agree. I think another guy that right now is going to be playing the next few weeks, I've been talking about in the past maybe two or three weeks before last week. His name is Ty Johnson. Uh, I know Michael Carter, their number one running back, just had an ankle injury. There's a high ankle sprain, so that he's going to be out for one to two weeks is what they say. And when he's out, Ty Johnson – He's he's only the pass-catching back, but he's the only guy that gets points in the backfield. Uh, When Michael Carter was out, he got respectively 11 points, 13 points, 19 points, and 12 points. And this past week when when he played, he only got 2.3 points. So you can see when Michael Carter's in, uh, Ty Johnson doesn't get anything. But when he's out, he's a consistent guy that gets you double-digit points. And he's only owned on 5.3% of rosters in the NFL Fantasy app. So I would get him. I have him on one of my teams where I'm hurting at running back, hoping that Michael Carr doesn't come back uh, soon enough. So I'm going to be sliding him in there whenever I have bye weeks. That's another thing, too, that we want to talk about week 13 and 14. A lot of good teams are on bye weeks that week, and those are the crunch time weeks. So right now you have to be making your moves so you can go ahead and uh, prioritize for those weeks because come week 13 and 14, There's not going to be anybody on the free agency wire. Everybody's going to be gone. So right now is when you have to make your moves.
1: Yes, I completely agree. And if you guys are like Vince and I, where the leagues that we're in, miraculously, all the players we talk about, they're not available. They're not there anymore. Okay? So Devontae Freeman, Johnson, just like you said, they're gone. So if you guys are in that predicament, just like us, I got a far-fetched dude at running back that you could go and get. It's definitely a reach, but it can benefit you big time. Vince, I can guarantee you, you're not gonna agree with me here, but if he does well this Thursday, he's gonna be gone and he will not be available any longer to the end of the season. I'm talking about former San Francisco running back, Matt Breida for the Buffalo Bills. Yes, I know Zach Moss is there. Uh, Devin Singletary is there. But who is getting that started position? Matt Breida is. It took him a while to get there, to learn the system. But these past two weeks, he's been getting the carries. He's been grinding it out. And right now, no one's going to pick him up because last week, they had a horrible game against the Colts. So, of course, they're not going to be running the ball. That's why he's still got 7.80 points, almost 8 points. From now on, he is going to be that leading back. I could be wrong here. That's why I said it's such a a far reach for this player. But if he does well this Thursday, your opportunity will be gone to pick him up early. If you have room, if you have room on your bench, or if you're just so desperate you need a running back because you, you're the type of person that got Adrian Peterson or McNichols or or whatnot, go take a chance, pick up Matt Breida from the Buffalo Bills it what do you call that you gotta
0: you got everything. a high ceiling or yeah high ceiling and a very low floor
1: correct yeah almost little to no consequences but everything to gain is perfect guys if you guys are desperate if you guys need a running back that can really make a change in your roster this late in the league i think matt Breida could be that player for you
0: yeah since since we're doing that uh i want to speak on my, my seahawks a little bit Okay. Uh, there's one guy by the name of DJ, ja- DJ Dallas. Uh, right now, he's looking to be our number one running back, Alex Collins. They're sitting him out. Uh, Travis Homer, I know they're saying that he's going to be the lead back, but when he was in this past game, when we were behind, he only had one touch. And DJ Dallas came in in the fourth quarter. He only had four touches, but he had 25 yards rushing, and he had two catches. So that was all in our last drive when we actually were trying to score. And I think we did score that drive. Uh, but he's looking like he's he knows the system. Pete Carroll looks like he's confident in him. Uh, he went in there in the fourth quarter, only got the ball five or six times, I believe. And he had production of up to plus 40 yards. And I believe he also had a touchdown rushing. Uh, I think he was the one that scored that last touchdown for us. So I'm thinking that DJ Dallas is also going to be used a lot more. Uh, I forgot his fantasy production points, but I believe it was around that seven, eight uh, mark as well. And he was only in for one drive. So if you guys are also looking for a guy who has a high ceiling and a low floor, uh, he's either your boomer bust guy. It's going to be DJ Dallas. So if you're really hurting, there's nobody there. Uh, these guys are the guys that are pretty much in all of leagues. I think he was, in 0.1% of leagues. So he's probably like in two people's fantasies. Uh, But I think I'm going to go ahead and drop someone for him as well, just because I think that the Seahawks are going to be using him since Chris Carson is out for sure uh, with that neck surgery. And I think he could bust or boom or bust in one of the weeks when I actually need him.
1: Nice. Nice. Uh, I totally agree. And before we leave the running back position, Vincent, uh, I do want to talk a little bit about. Um, oh wow! Sorry, breaking news, you guys. Sorry, breaking news. We just found something out right now. Uh, Matt Nagy asked about report that he's been told that this will be his last game as a head coach. He said it's not accurate. There's a lot of commotion going on of Bears fans or, or Bears players trying to get him out of there. Can there possibly be a change before Thanksgiving? Can that be his, uh, uh, you know, big old thank you? I don't think so, but I think if they don't win this week, he's done. Um, yeah, for, he's probably done after the season anyways. But, yes, going back to the running back position, before we leave that uh, category, there's a player that I want people to sell high on, especially after this last game. Sell as high as you can get is Miles Gaskin. He had a great game. He's having a great matchup coming up sell high on him you guys Sell high i believe uh who are they playing up against uh i think it was the jets i wanted to say the yeah they're playing up against the jets so he has a very favorable matchup so players are going to want him sell high on him try to get someone else me personally i'm selling pretty low i'm trying to get whatever i can get it's a far-fetched trade but i offered miles gaskin for Devonte freeman me personally i don't like a same position trade But I think Devontae Freeman is going to have a better long run than Miles Gaskin. He's really flashy. He could do
0: really good or he could be non-existent for your, your league. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Right. Like we said, like right now is the time to sell those guys you don't believe in. Even if they've been doing good, you don't think they're going to do good in the last few weeks that you need them. Go ahead and trade them for someone either the same position or opposite. I usually trade opposite because you find a team that needs a running back and you need a receiver, you guys swap and it benefits you both. Uh You just have to make sure you're on the, the better receiving end there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what do you want to talk about next, AJ? Quarterback? Exactly. White- I Steve, quarterback. want to talk
1: about quarterbacks. It's my most hated position because usually what works out for me is that quarterbacks cost me the game, whether I'm playing against them or they have me uh, or I have them on the team. It happened one time where a quarterback has won me a game, but this whole season, I invested in high draft picks. I'm talking fourth, fifth round draft picks. Uh, two out of my three leagues, I got Russell Wilson and another league, I have Patrick Mahomes. Now, to the common football player or football fan I you, you say, oh, those are great picks. You know, they're going to be carrying your, your team throughout the whole season. That's not the case. Uh, it, it hurt a lot. Uh, Hey, guys, I have a trade question. Go ahead. McCurley, Wolf, uh, shoot, we're here for you. But, yeah, those guys have hurt me drastically uh, these past couple of weeks. So I got a few uh, quarterbacks that I have in mind that can actually help you out. I said this last week. It was Trevor Simeon from the New Orleans Saints. And uh, Vincent scared me when he first started playing. He scared me. He said, hey, dude, Trevor Simeon, he already threw a pick. He's not looking hot. (laughs) I'm just like, you know what? That's how he plays. He plays horribly in the first first half, and then he just picks it back up. He ended off with 24.5 points. So that's awesome. So thank you. Um, He is still out there. He's still available. But I also want to put out there that Cam Newton is still available. I know I was bashing on him the first week he was coming back. But, I mean, face the facts, if you got a mobile QB out there, that's that's a double threat. He, he's a triple threat guy, but he's going to be gaining points either with his legs or with his arm. He's going to get it done. Uh, Vince, do you have anything to add there?
0: Yeah, man, I was just about to talk about Cam Newton as well. Uh, right now in one of my leagues, I have Jalen Hurts, and he's the number one quarterback in the, the NFL app right now. And Cam Newton is looking a lot like him. Uh, when they get into the red zone, he's taking the carries. Uh, he's he's the guy that's going to be either throwing or rushing for the touchdown. So if the Carolina Panthers get in the red zone, it's not really McCaffrey's job anymore. Even Chubb was the one who scored more than McCaffrey. Uh, So Cam Newton is a great quarterback to choose. Let's see what Mr. Curly Curly Wolf said right now. He said, I have Mixon, Saquon, Fournette, and Sanders. Should I trade Mixon and Sanders for JT? Holy shoot. If not accepted, is Mixon and Fournette too much wanting the best lineup I can get? Thanks, guys. Uh, I think Mixon and Fournette for uh, JT is too much, so I think you're correct on that part. Uh, yeah, I would say either Fournette and Saquon or Fournette and Sanders. Sorry, I forgot that Sanders was there. Fournette and Sanders or Mixon and Sanders. But I would tread lightly on Mixon because lately he's been that guy. Uh I know that JT just had a monster game, but I don't think that he's going to have another monster game like that. He's going to be getting you 20 points, 25 points at max. Uh, I think the Colts actually go back to a little bit more passing, but not too much, so he's still going to be getting the rock. But, yeah, I think you either trade away Sanders or Saquon uh, mixed in with Fournette. I say you keep mixing uh, regardless. Don't trade him away right now. He's hot. They're going to keep using him. Uh, but yeah, either Fournette and Saquon or Fournette and Sanders for JT would be probably a good trade.
1: My uh yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to agree there. If you want the best possible lineup that you could get, definitely you want to keep mixing in there. That guy's been a game changer. The Bengals are coming off of an awesome win here. The defense showed up. Uh, they're gonna be they're gonna be grinding it out. They have to win now. In that division, they have to win. Mixon's gonna be carrying the majority of the load. They're gonna use uh uh, how do you say his name? Pirine. Pirine. Oh, uh, wow. More of a, a pass catch, but Mixon is going to be grinding out, and you best believe that every time they're in the red zone, Mixon's going to be the guy back there. He's going to be scoring you points. He will help you out. But, yeah, if you can, I would try to make that trade happen, but keep Mixon there. He's going to help you out tremendously, especially when uh, come playoffs of the fantasy football. So, not bad. Good predicament there. Uh, Thank you, McCurdy Wolf, for being here. Appreciate you uh, watching our podcast. But uh, as you're saying, Vince, about the QB position.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, just Cam Newton, if he's on there, pick him up. Uh, I know he has a bye week, week 13, but uh, just go ahead and try to get him in this week. He plays against the Dolphins. I know the Dolphins defense isn't something uh, amazing, but it's not something to take lightly. But I think with Cam Newton, he's he's been smart with his passes. Uh, he's a running machine, of course, and the offense runs through him. Let's see, Saquon and Forna doesn't sound terrible. Seriously, though, thanks, guys. Sorry to interrupt. No, nah, man, we love the, the questions. Me mm-hmm. and AJ thrive on it. It gets us going, and we love to help you all out.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, like I said, we do appreciate you being here. A uh, couple, We try to do this live because we like the questions coming in. Last week was a little bit of a dry spell for us, but the week before that we just got nonstop questions where we didn't really get to go to our waiver wire talk. But we appreciate this a lot more than talking about you know who to pick up or whatnot. We're still going to cover you guys. So we just appreciate you, Mr. McCurley, for being here. Uh, thank you so much. I wish you were here earlier. We did a huge giveaway uh, about two weeks ago but uh, well I appreciate you Bells on boys love the content hey thank you so much appreciate the the notification bell it does help out tremendously as you can tell we're just a small podcast we're trying to make it um, but thank you so much and yeah that, that does not sound terrible but good luck to you in your fantasy league wish you the best go get them
0: <laughs> Heck yeah man uh, but yeah the best for you man and we're hoping for the same outcome. Uh, But going, going on to the QBs again, uh, got Tyrod Taylor in there. He did spectacular this past game. Nobody, nobody has this guy in their fantasy. He's on 1% of rosters and he was started in 0.2% of rosters. So probably like three people in the world had him started. Uh, but he, he went off against Tennessee and he's got two good matchups coming up against the, the Jets and the Colts, uh, I know the Colts are a great defense, but uh, their D-line is where they get most of their points. So I think that Tyrod Taylor is definitely a start this week. If you need a QB, he's going up against the Jets, and I say he gets about 17 to 22 points because he's looking good. Uh, The Texans are looking all right, and I'm kind of scared when I'm going to go watch the Seahawks play them in a couple weeks. So, uh, You know what I love about this? about this situation right here when it comes to QBs is like
1: for me for instance I have Patrick Mahomes just like I mentioned and this week he has a bye week so it's a risk free uh QB pickup okay you could go play safe go pick up Tyler Heineke. he the guy's been solid he's usually available he's he's uh he's owned in less than 50% of leagues or you could take a risk try to go for a Cam Newton Try to go for a Tyrod Taylor, which I really like because I liked him before he got injured, which he just seems to be injury prone. But he's out of that already. He did amazing last week. I really want to see what he does, this week, especially this week going against the Jets, a very uh, weak defense, especially when it comes to I mean, just a weak defense in in general. Um, He's going to tear it up. And if he does that well for you and how inconsistent Patrick Mahomes has been. Shoot, I'm even considering selling high on Patrick Mahomes because people still believe in him. I, I I'm the only reason why I'm believing in him is because I need him to succeed, I need him to do good. But I don't know, I don't know. I just want to share that. I love the situation that's going on right now with the bye week and the uncertainty with some quarterbacks and the risk free uh pickups that you could get with Tyrell Taylor coming off of injury, Cam Newton coming out of unemployment. It's just it's <laughs> awesome. Awesome.
0: But, yeah, man, the the last QB I want to talk about was uh, Mr. Uh, MVP over here, Joe Flacco. I know AJ doesn't like that guy, uh, but I like him on the Jets, honestly. Uh, He's doing pretty well. He's in 0.3% of rosters. He only got started in 0.1% of rosters. And he put up 20.9 points against Miami. He's going to go ahead and play Houston. Houston's uh, backfield is injured right now. So he should be able to do the same and produce the same there. Uh, But I really like him with that uh, Elijah Moore guy.
1: Ooh, yeah. I love him,
0: man. I love that kid. He's come out of nowhere, and he's been spectacular. And I mean, if you don't have any – oh, I mean, I have Garoppolo on here too. He did pretty well. Uh, He's going to go up against the Minnesota Vikings. It's going to be a shootout game. So I think that, uh, of course, the Niners are still going to run the ball, but I think they throw a few passes in there uh, to the running backs and a lot of passes to Ayuk, who we will talk about soon. Yes, and it is going to be a very rough
1: game. It is a huge game for both teams, both Minnesota and the San Francisco 49ers, because they are both fighting for that wild card spot. Both have the same record. And they both need a win. Basically, if the playoffs are to end next week, whoever wins that game is in. So it's going to be huge. They're going to do everything they can. They're going to put everything out of the playbook. Huge game. Huge game. Um, but, yeah, going let's transition to the wide receiver position like you are talking about, Brandon Ayuk, which I hate the commentators, man. Ayuk. 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 It, it's Ayuk, okay? Split some respect <laughs> on his name. Uh, I know he's uh, uh, that sophomore here in the NFL, but... He's, a, he's an amazing, amazing receiver. He didn't put up much production in the first half of the season only because he was in the doghouse. As, as silly as that ha- sounds, he was in the doghouse with Kyle Shanahan. Uh, you know, missed a, a couple curfews. Was it acceptable? The Niners organization, which I, I like, I agree on, but it's Brandon Ayuk. No favoritism. No favoritism. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you do see his production coming up. Devo Samuel, he's doing amazing. George Kittle is back. We got a healthy backfield again. That's what scares me. It's going to help Brandon Ayuk, but also hurt him as well. Because just like the Buffalo Bills, there's a lot of options to go to. You got a running offense, and then you got Adebo Samuel and George Kittle. That's going to hurt you, but also help Ayuk as well. Just because he's going to be that third guy that's going to find the open spots. He won't drop balls, and he, he will. I mean, that's why I love the Niners. They're, they're – one of the best teams in yak yards yards after catch as soon as they get that ball it's hard to take them down so like i said if you could buy low on brandon Ayuk, i definitely will if he's available which i could almost guarantee you that he is available go pick him up i think uh i think it'll benefit you in the long run they have a very favorable uh um, playoff matchup fantasy playoffs but very favorable could help you guys out
0: oh, okay yeah, with Ayuk, he's all his next matchups are either green or they're in black, but they're not high defenses to go up against.
1: I like this I like this question. Uh, Smokey the Cat says, what's up, guys? Pick two for week 12. Josh Jacobs, Bateman, Pollard, thanks. Ooh, I like Ooh. this one. Okay, so Smokey the Cat, first off, appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Appreciate the question. Um, love the name. Pick two. One... I'm 100% on, okay? I've been talking about this, guy since week two of fantasy football. No one's been listening to me, but if Lamar Jackson is in. Even if he's out, you know, forget that. Bateman, that's number one. He's in. End of discussion, okay? Number two, this is where it gets a little tricky. Josh Jacobs, he's iffy. He's inconsistent. I don't like him. Pollard, he picks up points, but here's the kicker here. I'm pretty sure you know this. But Ezekiel Elliott, he re-aggravated that ankle injury, which hurts me because I got Zeke in one of my leagues. So if he's if that's aggravated and it's a Thursday uh, football game, you know, Turkey Day, they're going to be running the ball a lot, especially against the Raiders. I want to say Pollard. Josh Jacobs, I feel like it's a safer bet. Keep an eye out. It should be a game-time decision. But I still think I'm going with Pollard, Bateman and Pollard. That's what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to go Jacobs and, and Bateman, man. I, I know Pollard does get a lot of points, but I think on Turkey Day, they use their studs. Uh, you know, it's it's in Jerry's world. Uh, it's on Thanksgiving, which is notorious for the Cowboys to play their stars and have them uh, ball out. So I think Pollard will be in there, but I don't think he'll be in there even though that Ezekiel Elliott does have an ankle injury. What uh, if I got a question. Go ahead.
1: What if because CD Lamb might miss the game due to concussion and and Amari Cooper might miss the game due to COVID. What if they both miss the game? It's going to be a run heavy, you know, pass pass to the the running back game.
0: Mm-hmm. You got a point there. Maybe.
1: That's why I think it's going to be a game-time decision, one, on Zeke, so, uh, re-aggravating that injury with his ankle. Two, with CeeDee Lamb, if he's not going to be eligible to play because of the concussion. Three, Amari Cooper, who is still on COVID protocol, and it's un-iffy. They're all They're all questionable, if not doubtful. Keep a close eye. If those guys are not playing, Pollard 100%. But, I mean, Jacobs is not a bad deal. For sure, Bateman. Go ahead, Vin.
0: Sorry, didn't mean to Yeah. Call. Well, with, with all that said, uh, if all those guys are out, then yeah, Pollard is that guy uh, over Josh Jacobs. But if not,
1: Ooh. Ooh. oh, hold up! Breaking news, you guys! Breaking news once again: the New York Giants just fired Jason Garrett. You heard it here from Not So Pro <laughs> Football Talk first. They just fired Jason Garrett.
0: Dang. Oh my gosh.
1: I mean, sorry, I don't mean to laugh. I, I, don't, I don't like when anyone loses their job or, 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 you know, anything negative happens, but geez, man, that, that, that hurts. Um, I'm not a Cowboys fan, obviously, but breaking news. You guys heard it here first, whatever. Uh, okay. Smoking the cat says also, should I sit Russell? for newton you just missed our quarterback talk we literally just talked about both those guys russell wilson cam newton but you know what we're going to talk about it again because we appreciate you being here live and asking us questions vincent seattle seahawks fans take it away
0: go ahead yeah bro you're you're gonna start newton uh this is fantasy (laughs) talk this isn't me with uh talking about if my team's gonna win or not which they are don't get it wrong uh they're going to beat Washington, but I don't think that Russell Wilson's going to have that spectacular game like you want him to. But I do think Cam Newton will. Uh, I know they have an easy matchup, uh, easier than the Washington football team for Russell Wilson. Uh, but lately, he just hasn't been that consistent. Uh, his passes are a little bit off since his finger injury. Uh, he just needs a couple more weeks for that touch to come back so he can drop it in there to Tyler Lockett and zip it in there to, uh, to everybody else. But especially DK Metcalf, DK Metcalf has been very quiet lately. Uh, And trust me, you you do. Oh yeah. DK
1: Metcalf and Tyler Lockett both, you know, hurt me tremendously. Um, You can also buy low on DK Metcalf right now. If you got the right league Uh, go ahead and search for that because I do think he'll come. Back up, not amazingly, but he will come back up. But definitely start Cap Newton, especially if he's playing him against the Miami Dolphins, uh, very horrible defense, can't stop the run, especially with a uh, mobile QB, he would have a tough time. Uh, he also says Mark Cooper is ruled out for week twelve. Oh, okay, so he's ruled out for week twelve. That's gonna hurt me and my fantasy. Gallup is firing up. Gallup's gonna have an amazing game if CD Lamb is playing. If CD Lamb's not playing, he's gonna have a you know mediocre game. But just because they're going to double team CD, which they have been doing all season long, but it's going to be tough if CD Lamb is out. Gallup can struggle. Uh, just an FYI. So still, I think it's still a game time decision. But uh, thank you for the update. Appreciate that. I need to go adjust my lineup right now um, because we have such a short week. I mean, we got six teams playing. <laughs> six yeah. teams playing. That's that's potentially you know twelve players. That's potentially a whole roster. It's. <laughs> It's it's crazy, but uh that's why we love fantasy football. It stresses you out when you shouldn't be stressed out. Football is supposed, to, you know, you're supposed to like be rooting for your team and your team only, but sometimes you're rooting against your team. <laughs> um, you'll yeah. never catch me doing that. Never. Um, there is one guy, and since I, I'm only going to mention this because we have live viewers, I wasn't going to mention this uh just because lately the 14-man league that I'm in has been so petty about everything I've been saying because I'm in first place. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. I should be really humble about this, but I'm sorry. Sorry, I do apologize. But there's this one player. I got him right here on my phone. Like I said, I don't have on my notes because I didn't want to talk about him. But you guys are forcing me to because you guys are being so great here. He's from the Tennessee Titans, and I'm talking about Nick Westbrook. Nick Westbrook, he got the majority of the targets. A.J. Brown, he's dealing with an injury. And Derrick Henry, obviously he's out. They're still trying to find their running game. He's going to be the the duct tape guy, okay? But here's the kicker. He's not going to do good this upcoming week. He has a bye week the next week. And then he could perform for your team. I'm saying pick him up now. If you're like me, if you're like if you're in a 14-man league or in a high percentage league or everyone's just scavenging for players and there's absolutely no one there, hold on to him for three weeks and it could be beneficial for you. Just like what I said about Matt Breida. That's all I'm gonna say. And I'm I know I'm gonna regret it because now he's not gonna be available for me. I can almost guarantee <laughs> it.
0: Yeah, man. I mean Well, you never know, AJ, because I've been talking about these next three guys that I'm going to talk about, and nobody's picked them up. Uh, So one guy I've already talked about him on the show, Elijah Moore. Uh, Nothing else needs to be said there. Right now in the past five weeks, he's averaging 13 points. And in the past five weeks, he's had two times where he had over 25. So if that doesn't tell you something, uh, maybe last week's numbers will. He just had a 32-point game with two touchdowns with Joe Flacco at QB. Uh, They go up against the Houston Texans, a weak defense. So you better pick him up because he's only picked up in 21.2% of leagues, and everybody that has him has started him. Uh, So other than that, I got a guy that AJ is going to really like me talking about. And no, it's not Brandon Ayuk because we already talked about him. But AJ does like Marquise Goodwin from the Bears. Oh, yeah, baby. Speedster, Mr. Olympian himself. So since we've been talking about players that have big upside and that nobody has them uh, right now, is to start stocking up on these guys, with uh, Andy Dalton in, he loves Marquise Goodwin because this past game he passed to him eight times, he only caught four of them, but you can't you can't blame him. He's on the Bears, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he had hundred four yards receiving on four catches and one touchdown. So right now Andy Dalton loves this guy. They have. A tough matchup against the Lions on Thursday, but I don't think the Lions are that tough. Uh, So I think for the next uh, three, four weeks, whatever your playoff thing is, uh, how it's set up, I think Marquise Goodwin could be a guy that you need to pick up because he has a big boom. Uh, He has a high ceiling.
1: I see, and especially with Andy Dalton projected to start this week. Test came out negative for Justin Fields, but it looks like they're going to be sitting him for Thanksgiving. So Andy Dalton could be that guy again.
0: Another guy from Chicago. Uh, Chicago's been doing pretty decent with Andy Dalton. I like I like him at uh, starting. But when they played against uh, the Ravens this past week, this guy, Darnell Mooney, who I've been talking about on and off lately because he's on and off. But he just had two games back-to-back with 20 points, one against Pittsburgh and one against Baltimore. So he's going up against Detroit as well because he's on the same team. But he had 20 points and 26 points in the past two times that he's played. And get this, AJ. Get this. Andy Dalton loves this guy more than Goodwin. Because guess how many times he passed him? Eight. 16 times, AJ. 16 times? He passed Darno Mooney 16 times. Of course, he only caught five of them because, you know, he's on the Bears. But if you're passing to a guy that much, there's going to be a connection there sooner or later. Uh, Like I said, their matchups aren't that uh, hard the next three or four weeks. So I would pick up Darnell Mooney. If he's on there, uh, he's owned in 42.4% of leagues. So if he's not there, then I think you need to go after uh, Marquise Goodwin. Because right now the Bears are hitting up a little bit with Andy Dalton at the helm. So I think those are your guys to go after uh, for the long-term future.
1: Nice, nice. Uh, Fantasy waiver wire is going on right now on NFL Network. And look at that. They're talking about Elijah Moore, the person who we're talking about, the person who I have in two of my waivers this week, who I'm probably not going to get. But that's okay. That's okay. Because my teams, they're ready to go. They're ready. They're stacked up. 14 man league is the one scaring me. I'm doing the best in that league, but that scares me the most just because it's so unpredictable. The players are so spread out, it's just insane. There is this one guy who has both Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel. I faced them last week, just them alone took care of me. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah, Yeah, I know. It's tough, especially with Lamar Jackson not playing. Hopefully, he plays just for the sake of my fantasy league. But I mean, oh well. Now, speaking of fantasy leagues, which I mean, this is the whole show about right? fantasy football, let's get into defense. I like to talk about defense. It's my favorite thing to talk about. And I say this every podcast, but I'm going to say it again. Same routine. If you're like me, I switch up my defense every single week. And I'm going to pause right here because we got another live question right here. And you guys know us. We, we appreciate live questions. Uh, Devontae Adams and Joe Mixon for Jonathan Taylor. Coming from Deluxe. Crange plays, right?
0: that's I say that right? Cringe. Damn. Let's see. What What I want to ask Deluxe Crange plays right now is, are you giving away Devontae Adams and Joe Mixon, or are you giving away Jonathan Taylor? That, that's the next thing I want to ask, but we'll, we'll keep talking about the trade right now. Uh, yes. Don't get full.
1: Don't get full. Jonathan Taylor is an amazing player. He's awesome. He's not going to be getting 50 points every game. He's not. It's not going to happen. Awesome awesome game by him I believe he had what five touchdowns five five insane the bills what are you doing this guy after three touchdowns hey maybe we should stop this guy no that's not what they're doing jonathan taylor that's a freak of nature he's breaking tackles he's not going to do that every single game is he going to help you win games yes 100 is Devonte adams and joe Mixon going to help you win games yes 100 but who's going to have a bigger leverage there uh he says that he's giving Devonte and mixon me, personally, I say you keep Devontae and you keep Joe Mixon. Aaron Rodgers is going to get fired up. And you know Devontae Adams, he's just going to keep on tearing up. He just had a 30-point game, and he's going to keep on doing it. Joe Mixon, um, the, the Bengals – See, even, even Smokey the Cat, appreciate you still being here, Smokey. He says he wouldn't yeah. do that trade. Even the Bengals, just like we said earlier, it's crunch time for them. Their division is a close division. They have to win. They have to grind it out. Joe Mixon is their guy. He's going to be the guy in the backfield every time they're in the red zone, and he's going to be the guy that's always going to be getting the ball because he is the most reliable. He is a veteran there. He's he's just he's an all-around type of player, great person as well. I say you keep Devonte Adams and Joe Mixon. I feel like they're trying to, excuse my language. To bait I, I you. Yeah, they're trying to bait you. They're trying to take advantage of you just because John the Taylor had a great game. That is selling high for a player. Buy low, sell high. They're selling high. Don't overpay for something like that. Um, if you get a good receiver as well, then maybe I would say. But other than that, yeah. no, you keep Devonte Adams and Mixon. That's not a good two for one deal.
0: The only way I would do a trade for a receiver and running back swap is if he had Cooper Cup and he put him in there. That was the only way that I would be able to trade Devontae Adams and Joe Mixon for Jonathan Taylor and a receiver. Other than that, uh, you keep Devontae, you keep Joe, uh, because right now those guys are hot, and I think they're going to keep uh, keep getting more hot <laughs> as the season goes along because, like, like AJ said, they're playing for uh, – for their teams right now and they're playing for a playoff run
1: that's correct uh appreciate the question uh deluxe uh thank you for being here fantasy guys if you guys are not familiar with our podcast we are starting to do huge giveaways we did a huge giveaway two weeks ago and it was a, a random autographed mini helmet the more subscribers we get the more giveaways we're going to do so appreciate y'all being here we're just a small podcast um Draft 2022 20, Who's going to be top three running backs? Now, are we talking fantasy draft, or I'm pretty sure we're talking fantasy draft, right? Uh, not the okay, cool. Because I've, I've been doing my research for, for college football, this is the most college football I've ever seen this, this past year. Um, uh, mainly because of the show and just getting uh, more into it. And I've, I've been into it, but 2022 number one, Derrick Henry 100%. He is not going anywhere, it's going to be Derrick Henry Christian McCaffrey. Way down here, he's not going to go. T- there's a possibility he might go top three, but I, I would not pick him top three 100%. And a lot of it has to do with what's going to happen in the offseason. A lot of it has uh, what these teams are looking at, what these teams are looking for. Jonathan Taylor, I think there's a possibility.
0: I meant number three.
1: Yeah, probably number three. There's a possibility where he misses uh, the top three, but I'm going to squeeze him in there. Number three, now, number two, easy. You got it in your head right now, Vince.
0: I think so. I think okay, we're on, on three.
1: Team. We're gonna say the name, okay? You ready? One, two, three. Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Cook, yeah. <laughs> oh man, okay. <laughs> okay, so we got Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, and and uh Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's barely squeezing in there. I can see that changing. I know Dalvin Cook got injured this past year. He came back. He looks amazing. Derrick Henry, he's injured right now. He's really not one to get injured. But, I mean, he broke his foot. So, I mean, what do you want him to do? He had foot surgery. But other than that, if it was any other injury, or not any other injury, but he would stay in no matter what. But, yeah, I got Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook. And as of now, iffy, a Jonathan Taylor.
0: Yeah. Oh man. So let's get to defense aj right now is a critical time for defense so,
1: man i would go with harris uh
0: if he's talking about damien harris I, I don't know man i don't know he's he's good but right now the patriots are looking like they're more of a a passing team um mm-hmm. they they do run the ball but right now harris his his yards per carry is really low i believe it's under three uh, they just don't have the line for running right now. They have the line for the pass mm-hmm. game. But, mm-hmm.
1: but uh, like I said, that's why a huge part of it deals with the offseason, what moves they're going to make, if they're going to restructure the offensive line. Uh, Mac Jones is oh, Najee Harris. Um, actually, you see, I love Najee. And if you were with us when we first started this, even the preseason, when we did our fantasy draft, I was huge on Najee. I love the guy. But the boy. Steelers are on a huge downfall. Yeah. Huge. Najee's the type of guy that does it all. He could catch the ball. He could run the ball. He's a very explosive player. That offensive line can't hold. It cannot. If if they restructure that offensive line, which I don't see them doing because there's so many other positions they need to address, then Najee would definitely definitely be top three. But Najee, I, I could see him uh, 100% top eight, probably top six. Yeah. Uh, I love him as a player. I think he does amazing but it just comes down to the team. The team, I saw him um, Sunday night football, a lot of heart. But the talent, I mean, they're, they're missing a lot there. They're just getting bullied, manhandled in the front line. Big Ben didn't have a chance. Najee didn't have a chance. He did all he can to the point where Najee almost got knocked out. That was a dirty hit where he was flipped up and they hit him. I thought he was done. But he's a tough dude. Najee definitely up there in the uh, running backs to get. But I don't think I could put him over a Nick Chubb or, um, yeah, I was just going to say Nick Chubb. I'll stop right there because, like I said, it all comes down to the offseason. Yes, sir. Ooh, man, we're talking a lot. I like this. I like this podcast. Good job. Uh, but what are we getting into right now? Defense, my friend. Oh, my gosh. We talked about defense like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> we yeah, had we to did. stop. But, uh, but yeah, let's get into defense, guys. My lockdown defense team. Speaking of the Steelers, it's going to have to be the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals did, did have a slump defensively. Last week, they came they came out. They crushed the competition. Uh, I believe they played up against the Raiders. They played up against the Raiders, completely shut them out. Uh, they did amazing. I could see them doing that against the Steelers, especially since it's a divisional game and the way the Steelers just got banged up last week. I mean, you had like four players leave the, uh, the field due to injury. It was pretty bad. But uh, that's my locked up uh, defense of the week, and then it's going to get a little tougher um, because we got good matchups, and I don't really see any team outshining anyone else. Like deep down, I want to put the Washington Football Team's defense against the Seattle Seahawks, but the the part of me still believes that Russell Wilson's going to come out one day, and I'm, I have a feeling it's going to come, it's going to be this week. I really hope it isn't, um, just because uh, I think I'm start I'm starting Heineke over <laughs> Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. but Washington football team I think that's one defense to look out for. Um, another one, you know, you can't even put the Falcons and Jaguars on there. If anything, that's maybe the like Falcons. Boring game. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it's going to be bad. It there's just a lot of you know evenly played matchups. Um, Charges been doing pretty well. You might want to put them up against the Broncos. I feel like they can uh, slow them down big time. Uh, another one—it's going to sound far-fetched here, but hear me out: is a Patriots defense against the Tennessee Titans.
0: Tennessee oh, yeah, is usually a powerhouse. That's not even a far-out thing, man. Right now, the Patriots are the number one defense on the app.
1: I know, but I mean, we talk about the Titans. You, you think you know strong, powerful, you know offensive team. I know with, with Derek Henry being out and A.J. Brown getting hurt, I think that's, that sets them up for a very um, low-scoring game for them. But, yeah, I got three defense right there. Uh, another one that I can put up there, and I really don't want to put up there. I don't even know if I should say it or not. <sighs> I'm going to put two up there, okay? I'm going to put two. One matchup that can be good. Are the um, Packers against the Rams? The Rams have been struggling lately. Uh, they even struggled against the San Francisco banged-up defense. I can see the, the the Packers doing well. And I was about to talk about the Bears, about to talk about them, but I was gonna favor the Lions' defense. That's what I was going to do. Um, Bears, I also steam defense each week. Yeah, I do the same. I do the same dang thing. And last week it killed me. I thought I hit a hidden gem. I got the Tennessee's defense against the, the, the Texans. Yeah. What the H E double hockey sticks just happened. <laughs> if I were to go back last week, I still would have taken it back because I would have never thought that would have happened. They screwed me. They hurt me a lot, but yeah. Um, Bears. I, I, I think the lions are getting the first win here. I mean too. I think so. I mean, they have all the momentum going for them. They've been losing close games. The Bears, they they are self-destructing. They're hitting that button. They're at home. They want the head coach out of there. Justin Fields is banged up. They got Andy Dalton, which no one likes—that redhead kid out there in Chicago. So I think nothing's going to go right for them. The Lions should be able to take care of them. But like I said, all this whole week. Defense is going to be close matchups. It's hard to tell. But those are my defense that I will choose.
0: <laughs> I like it, man. I like it. I think this week is one of the harder weeks to pick a defense because the matchups are so even. Uh, even if you look at the records for every team who's playing against each other, they're like off by one or two wins and losses. So, I mean, right now it's the the perfect storm for uh, just some random defense to do amazing and some – unknown defense to also do amazing so you you just don't know right now if you have a defense on there you have some faith in them i'd keep them in uh but right now what i'm doing for defense is i'm setting up for week 14 and the playoffs Uh, smart
1: because right
0: now i have in two out of the four leagues that i have i have uh, the colts Uh, as my defense they're the number four ranked right now in one of those I also have the Patriots but they're both they both have a bye week on week 14 so I can't play either of them so right now I'm making some moves to get a defense that I'm going to believe in in week 14 and I'm going to keep one of those uh, the Patriots and Colts defense and take them into the playoffs so right now it to me, right now is the best time to set up for playoffs and for week thirteen and fourteen because there are a lot of bye weeks for a lot of good teams. So,
1: mm-hmm. it really is. It really is. But I think that kind of wraps it up for fantasy talk, huh?
0: Yes. Yeah, so all right, right all guys. Do is do our our, our predictions. Yeah, man. Okay, so usually. <laughs>
1: We, yeah, we missed the past two weeks because of all the, the questions we were getting. But usually at the end of each show, we do either a Monday night projection or a Thursday night football projection. Uh, this week is going to be a little different because it's Turkey Day and we got three games. How lucky are we? Uh, guys, ask a question. Hey, man, ask us all you want. We'll be here all day long. I don't mind. Well, actually, I got work uh, in a little bit. So so work, full time job. Uh <laughs> unfortunately but you know how it is uh smoking the cat says guys last question Giseki or fant this week easy Ooh. i think it's an easy question
0: well who do you think not fant okay yeah i was gonna yeah. say Gisecki because not, not
1: fant yeah for sure no uh Giseki that one week where i had him in and he scored zero points yeah that was a fluke it's not going to happen. He's going to be getting targets again. Don't worry about that. Jaseki over Fant all day long. Um, the Broncos is very similar to like what I was talking about, the 49ers. They have so many options to go to, a lot of options. You got Cordes Sutton, you got uh, T. Patrick, uh, Jerry Judy. Is he still injured? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm lost with the Broncos. I I gave up on him. Um, but, yeah, Fant, heck no. If you can, get rid of him. Uh, Jaseki all the way for sure. And also, if you want to – we didn't even talk about tight ends. But if if he's available, guess who's coming back? It is his time again. Logan Thomas. He's coming back from IR. Go pick him up. He's going to be a point machine. He has almost the same production as uh, as uh, Rob Gronkowski. He's, he's a great dude, and especially in an offense like that.
0: And, and they're going against the Seahawks. The Seahawks are one of the worst teams against tight ends right now. Yes, sir. If yes, he does sir. play, if he comes off injured reserve, I would start him. Yeah, for sure.
1: I appreciate the questions, Smokey the Cat. Appreciate you being here, man. Uh, make sure... Uh, I i don't want to be that guy to be like, hey, make sure you subscribe. But if you are subscribed, when we do giveaways, only subscribers can win those giveaways. And we do pretty darn good giveaways. Uh, this past uh, time, we did an autographed mini helmet. It was legit awesome. It comes with a letter of... Uh,
0: authenticity.
1: Authenticity. I, I always lose my train of thought sometimes. But let's get into <laughs> Thursday Night Football, you guys. We got three games... I'm working half the day, so I won't be able to enjoy half of them. Or I won't be able to enjoy the most of them. But we got the Bears at the Lions, the Raiders at the Cowboys, and the Bills at the Saints. I personally, I like this lineup of, of games. I really do. Two.
0: And like I said earlier, like if you look at the wins and losses, like every team is off by one or two. Uh, so it's pretty good. Uh, thank you for that subscription, Smokey the Cat. Smokey we the love cat. it uh just stay tuned make sure you hit that bell so you know every time we go live yes sir we go live
1: every monday at six o'clock and we try to go live on tuesdays for fantasy talk we try because we both have full-time lives and we're all over the place but you know I, we feel i like going live i like answering questions live i, I just enjoy it a little more but we appreciate you appreciate you being here but we're going to get into our picks of thursday night football you want to go first or you want me to go first
0: I'll go first, man. I usually do. Okay. But cool. I'm going to try to get only one game per thing right now. So right now is the <laughs> Chicago Bears versus the Detroit Lions. Let me move this over here so you guys can hear me. So right now I got, as you can see, the Detroit Lions beating the Bears. Uh, I had them winning. I had the D- Detroit Lions winning the last game against the Steelers, but they decided they wanted to tie and they didn't want to win. <laughs> so this time I think they're going to win. And I think it's against a weak Bears defense right now. Um, So that's my pick. Uh, For the next game, we got the Las Vegas Raiders against the Cowboys. And as you see there, I think the Cowboys uh, just stomp on the Raiders on Thanksgiving, man. I think the Raiders eat too much turkey. They fall asleep at the end. Uh, So I think the Cowboys win that pretty easily. And then the last game, this one's going to be a tight one. It's the the Thursday night game. Hopefully AJ can catch this one. Cause this one's going to be a good one. Uh, I know I have their name as the new Orleans ain'ts, but it's just because we like to poke fun at one of our friends, Muhammad. Uh, but yeah, I think the new Orleans saints win a tight game against the bills. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be that score, but that's how tight I think it is. I think the point margin is going to be one or two points and it's going to go down to the wire.
1: I like it. I like your picks. I really do. Um, I do want to apologize ahead of time. I did try to draw logos this time. Uh, I drew it with under a minute. So you guys, don't be too harsh in the comment section, please. First off, I got the Bears and the Lions. (laughs) I got the Lions winning this game. Like I was talking about earlier, I think the Lions... Are done. They're going to take some bear kneecaps. Uh, They're ready to go. Nestor says, hello. What's going on, Nestor? Appreciate you being here. He's part of our Facebook faithfuls. Uh, Thank you so much. But, yeah, I got the Lions winning 32-27 against the Bears that are hitting that self-destruct button. Then I got the Raiders against the boys, baby. I think that's going to be a close game. I think the Cowboys are barely going to squeeze off a win. You know me. I'm a Derek Carr guy. I'm rooting for the Raiders that day. I Don't think they could pull it off. They've just been in a downslope, and I don't think they could pick it back up, especially against a cowboys team, uh, like they are. I know they just lost, but they are a very strong team, even with uh those players um potentially missing out that game. I still think the cowboys come up with the W. Then we got the Bills and the New Orleans Saints. I think the Saints are gonna come out with this one. I think Trevor Simeon's gonna get his first win of the uh he's gonna come out and he's gonna just totally bully the Bills, uh, just like the Colts did. But I got the, the Saints winning 24-17. Thank you very much. I will take an art class for y'all's sake. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Oh man.
1: What a show. That was great. It was a long show, too. Uh I like it when it it lingers on because that just means we're getting questions and we, we're interacting with the with the viewers. So we appreciate every single one of y'all. And like I said, we go live every Monday at six o'clock. And then on Tuesdays, it's a little iffy. We try to go live. For fantasy talk, and if we do, it's either at 12 o'clock or at eight o'clock, so huge difference. But we appreciate you guys taking the time out of your day to t- listen to us ramble on about uh fantasy football or just football in general. I mean, if you guys have any questions, you guys just want to talk football, let us know. Like you see down here below, we're on uh, Spotify, not Super Football Talk, uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube, anything. If you guys have any questions about any fantasy talk or anything like that, it does have to be in the comment section. Just DM us. We'll answer. We're pretty active there. But other than that, guys, thank you all so very much. Good luck on your fantasy teams. And until next time, we'll see you guys on the waiver wire.